0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network. And today, we are just going to dive right in to season five, episode 35. This one is a little different. I'm going to be up front in case this one doesn't pertain to you. This one's a little more niche, or niche, uh, but I, I wanted to talk about it. The title here: "Switch on the Classroom." You might not know what that means. <laughs> Switch on the classroom. I'm talking about using the Nintendo Switch in your classroom. I'm going to speak about it, how I use it in my classroom, and and hopefully some games you might want to pick up for your classroom. Switch. And make kind of the case that this could be a good buy if you have some discretionary income. I understand we're all at different places in terms of what we can spend Uh, kind of frivolously. I will admit this goes into that category. But if you happen to be one of those and you want kind of a great thing you can use at your house, but you could kind of also bring in and use in your classroom once in a while, the switch is a good, good thing to think about. So let's dive right in. Uh, first kind of the case for using the switch at all in the classroom and and where it came about me using it in my classroom. So the switch for me is, or has been used since it came out. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I, I bought it maybe six months after it came out. So I don't know, that's like three years ago, four years ago, something like that, three years. And it's really easy to take. It's super portable. And on, at Best Buy, they sold another kind of one of the, like, if you've never seen the switch, it's like a handheld device that sort of plugs into this thing that then can be on your big screen TV. And Best Buy sold kind of an off brand of that docking station, if you will. So I, I brought one of those docking, I bought one of them 20 bucks, threw it in my classroom. So then all I had to do is bring the switch plug it in and the switch has these controllers you can pop out and they're called joy cons and they're they're these little tiny controllers and this is great because then automatically by buying the switch you have two controllers for most games and then if you pick up another controller set you're, you're you got two more controllers so you're boom you're at uh, now having four controllers uh, if you really want to go nuts so which I did I actually got all the way up to having eight controllers or four packs of controllers that that was not intentional but I ended up keeping all eight uh and you'll you'll find out why (laughs) uh so I bring it in and it's just a great thing to do like before class kind of with some students I shouldn't say before class before school with some students or if you have like recess and you kind of want to like have a small group in, it could be fun there. Or if you ever have those like weird periods like we did just before Thanksgiving break where we had kind of an hour to kill, um, some teachers played movies, I got to play the Switch and we kind of rotated around. It was super fun. And that's, I guess, what I wanted to spend the rest of this podcast talking about is some of the games you could pick up. So if if you made it through that intro and you're still with us, still curious what you might use a Switch for in your classroom listen to some of these games. They're just so fun. Now, I think the key here when you're talking about bringing in for your classroom is one, you want quick rounds. You don't want it to take too long. And so all the games I'm talking about here are just that. They're, they're, they're kind of quick, zoop, 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 zoop. Uh, some of them may last a little longer than zoop, zoop, but you get the idea. This is where we can quickly rotate players. I have kids, uh, be on teams. So, you know, you play around and then pass to the next person, you know, and you're playing in teams. So you really can get up to like 20 kids playing the switch at a time. If you kind of organize a little bit and all right, the first one I'm going to tell you about is my all time favorite, just in case you don't hang around for the rest of this podcast. What my all time favorite game on the switch besides, sorry, besides like Zelda. That's amazing. Uh, but again, if we're talking about one that gets played probably the most because it's just this great couch co-op, right? We can all be in the same room playing on the screen is one called tower fall. This is just like one of those, like so many games, just trying to be like the last person standing. There's a lot of those games and this one's just super fun. It's got old school graphics, but they're just right. The music's just right. It's like fun. It's quick. It's light you're trying to be the last person standing. You can either hop on their heads to sort of knock somebody out or shoot them with this little arrow. The graphics are all 8-bitty, kind of 16-bitty, you know, not not that graphic, uh, but lots of different levels. There's like 20 different levels, each with their own like unique little arrows. My favorite is this forest one where you can get these bramble arrows where you shoot it and then it kind of creates this like funky bramble around the thing that you shot and now if anybody bumps into the bramble you get that counts as one of your kills Uh, super fun definitely check that one out okay the next one that I like and have played for a while now is called Hidden in Plain Sight this one uh, so Towerfall I think I want to say it's like 20 bucks or it might be like 15 bucks totally worth it just don't even if you have a switch don't even think twice pick it up Uh, hidden in plain sight. I want to say is like a dollar or maybe even less. I think I paid 50 cents. It might've been on sale when I bought it, but hidden in plain sight is a cool game. It actually offers four or five games inside it. I always play the same one and it's this great little game where everybody off to the side, you're like hidden amongst these people and you don't even yourself know which one's yours. So you have to kind of move and then stop moving, then move, then stop moving and kind of notice like, well, that guy moved and stopped moving. When I was telling it to that must be my character and you're trying to actually blend in with these like 50 non-player controller guys and there's like a finish line but everybody has ability to sort of snipe some people and so you're trying to like blend in so no one knows it's you and then try to make it across that finish line super fun lots of crazy fun moments getting people kind of funny you know just funny excited it's hilarious um my students really like that one Next one I'm going to tell you about is 15 bucks. This one's called Baron Fur Goes to Fly. And this is just a dog fighting game. Silly graphics. You get these little upgrades. You got these like crazy powerful, like, I don't know, you can like drop a black hole. There's just crazy things in that. But it is super fun and I would definitely suggest picking that one up. Uh, I'm trying to fly through some of these because I think this episode, like I said, is going to not pertain to most of you. So, moving right along. Uh, boomer- boomerang Foo is funny. You're kind of these funky, like fruits and vegetables and whatnot, and you all have a boomerang and you're super quick rounds. You're just ch- chucking this boomerang at each other, trying to get the others out of the game. And the boomerang kind of slices these fruits and vegetables in half. Quick rounds, super fun. Uh, I think that one's $10. Next one up is party golf. Now picture this. There's like a golf hole, and we're all trying to hit to that golf hole. It's quick. It, it's it got like neon-y sort of look. It's super cool. And it's like a side scroller. You're not playing like regular golf or like where you're thinking. You're just trying to hit this ball into the hole. Uh but this one's like timed and you're like not taking turns. You're just like whack, 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 (laughs) trying to be the first one into the hole, second one in the hole, so on and so forth. Uh super fun. That one's super cheap too. I want to say that's like a dollar fifty. Alpaca Ball All Stars. This one's amazing. Picture playing soccer or something soccer-esque with alpacas. Uh, Just a hilarity ensues when you play this. And like I said, my kids have enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to bringing that one back to my classroom, actually, after break here. Shipped is the next one. Uh, I forgot to write down its price point. I want to say it was cheap, though. I want to say Shipped was like $3, $4. And you're just these like pirate ships kind of on a top-down view, sailing around, trying to bonk each other a little bit. And it's another one of his last person standing. It's Super easy and super fun. Next up is 12 Orbits. This was two bucks. And. This is kind of interesting. There's all these little like flying particles out there and you are trying to like touch those particles with yours and it turns your color and you're trying to like claim the most of these particles before time runs out. You can play a team game. Uh, you can play like all out chaos game. It, it is another super fun one that you should probably pick up. That's called 12 orbits. The next one is B-A-F-L, and it stands for Breaks Are For Losers. If any of you have played the popular original Nintendo game called RC Pro-Ham, it's kind of like that. It's fast, and it is crazy, uh, but my students like it. It's hilarious and challenging, all, all wrapped in one. The next one I got to tell you about is Cluster Puck. Ninety nine. This is think like air hockey, but you're like on teams now, and it is so fun. I'm so glad I picked this one up. I was on the fence because I had picked up a bunch of games, somewhat for this review and somewhat for my kids. I wanted to kind of refresh some of the games we played, and I was like, ah, I kind of bought enough. I don't know if I need it, and I'm so glad I picked this one up. It is super fun. You're it's what you think you're doing, right? Like you're playing kind of air hockey, but except you're the I don't know. You're like the stick that kind of moves around and you can kind of picture it like soccer a little bit. You get the puck and you're trying to bring it in. You can kind of slam dunk it into the goal or you can shoot it. You can pass it to your other teammates. You can play on teams. It plays up to eight players. Oh, I should mention everything on this list plays all the way up from six to eight players. You can obviously play them with less players too. Uh, But that's just what I was thinking for this classroom game. Should have mentioned it. Now there's only probably like two of you in the audience listening. But for those of you still listening, all of these can be played all the way up to eight players or at least six, I should say. Uh, The last one on the list that I want to talk about is Killer Queen Black. A friend suggested this to me. I had never heard of it. It is great if you can get up to like six players or eight if you really can get all the way up to eight. Each team has a queen bee, and then you have three worker bees. Those are the two roles. There are three ways to win in each level. There's like a snail that starts in the middle of the board, and if you can get that snail to walk over to your color's flag, you win that way. Then there's a sort of military victory, and that is uh, the queen bee could try to kill the other queen bee three times. If that happens, then you win militarily. The snail, I think they call that diplomatic. And then there's economic victory. The three of us that are worker bees are going around collecting these little... We can either ride the snail and move the snail, or we can collect these little purple fruit balls or whatever and bring them back to our sort of hive. And there's something like six or eight or something like that. If you plug them into your hive, you get an economic victory. Kind of fun that there are these three ways constantly happening, constantly happening, constantly happening, and you have to just pay attention. Like, oh man, they're almost going to do that. They're almost going to do that. The queen bee is the only one that can kind of like knock people out. So it it is just a chaotic whirlwind and super fun. So that one's called Killer Queen Black, and I think it's $13. So definitely check that out. That kind of concludes my list of switch games that you could pick, uh, pick up for your classroom. Uh, overcooked is another good one. I didn't put on this list. That is a great one where you're like working as a team. Definitely, definitely pick that one up. I forgot about that. Mowing and throwing is another funny one. Um, I don't know if I like it as much as some of the ones I have on here. Uh, Oh, one last one for two bucks. Drink more glurp. And that one's hilarious. You actually only need one controller and you can play up to twenty players. Uh it's almost like Olympics, but you're in this you're this like weird character that has super long arms, super short legs, and <laughs> it's like hard to control. So everybody it's hilarious. It's hilarious. That's all I gotta say. Uh everybody, I hope you those of you that the, the hardcore that have listened to this whole thing. I hope you have hung in there, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you think about maybe bringing on a Switch. It's a great way to be a little relational with some students. Uh, it's portable, and it's great because you can take it back and forth to your house and, and school, and the games are all digital, so you download those. You don't have to swap cartridges. Makes it super easy. Um, give, it, give it a thought. I really appreciate you guys tuning in every week and listening to these well-played podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this particular one and I hope to hear from you, you know, on on the Twitterverse or Facebook or Instagram. Definitely shoot me a line. Love to hear from you all. Uh, as always, thanks so much for being part of emc2learning.com. For those of you that are engagement engineers, continue to rock on and build a playful and purposeful classroom with John Meehan and I. We're, We're so excited to have you along. Everyone else, I hope you have a great week and play on.